When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Drive Show with Peter Vlahos. Toolmark, your complete tool centre. Proudly WA owned and operated for over 40 years. Yes, Hags and I are still discussing what the West Coast Eagles should do. But listen, if you want to talk about West Coast, give us a call on the Scarborough Toyota open line, 13 12 55, or Texas. Come on, I've opened well, the text line. Hang on, Haggers. Tempera Bedshed text line, 0487 736 736. We're going to get onto the Fremantle Dockers. And on Saturday morning... I spoke to Hayden Young on the Tab Touch Lounge, who was BOG, uh, got all the 10 votes from the coaches. And this is what he had to say on that hectic draw on Friday night. Yeah, no, it was pretty hectic, hectic scenes uh, late in that last quarter. We we probably got lucky there, made a few chances, and uh, yeah, we somehow escaped with a draw. However, we sort of felt like early in that last quarter, we, we had a lot of opportunities to potentially, um, yeah, put on put a good score up and win the game, and we probably didn't execute. So, um, yeah, it was a, it was an interesting last quarter, and um, it was probably um, good viewing for the fans. But, well, yeah, I knew the game was, was close, and we, we needed to score. So um, when I had the ball, I was just trying to get it moving quickly and try to get it in our front half. And then, obviously, on the defensive side, just do whatever I could to, to stop them from scoring. Um, yeah, it was pretty hectic in that last quarter, and... I was definitely running on fumes, but, um, yeah, just did what had to be done. He's a jewel in the crown, this young kid. Oh, he's a good player, and we talked there a moment ago about maybe Tom Barras as an mm. All-Australian. I'm not going to try and fill up the All-Australian team with all <laughs> these West Australian-based boys, but he would have to be another one, and if he has an outstanding finish this season, uh, uh, you'd think Hayden Young would be in the initial squad of 40. Uh, so, too, will the likes of Andrew Brayshaw, perhaps uh, big Sean Darcy, uh, and the other one that's emerging as an All-Australian candidate even is Brennan Cox. Yes. Now, his game was outstanding. Significant, Peter, worth mentioning here, Hayden Young, clearly, I thought he was clearly best on ground. I then sort of struggled a bit for who I was convinced would be the other best. I went for Shea Bolton uh, as second best on ground, Dion Prestia, uh, Will Brody again, Trent Cochin, Caleb Sarong. However, all the, the two coaches have gone for all the defenders, haven't they? Yeah, they have. And, and there's and, the list. Yeah, so Hayden Young got two lots of five. So from each of the respective coaches, Damien Hardwick and uh, and his own coach, Justin Longmuir, gets five votes. Brennan Cox, four. Nick Vloston, four. Robbie Tarrant, four. Dion Prestia, three. Caleb Sarong, three. Dylan Grimes and Jordan Clark, for heaven's sake. So of seven players that got coaches' votes, five of them are defenders. Defenders. And I thought that was pretty significant in the game itself that it was just played and, and it was just such low scoring, 7-10 as we know. Mm. But everything else was so quite even, wasn't it? The, the, the contested possessions, Fremantle 135 to Richmond the 131. Clearances 39, Fremantle's way 28 to Richmond. So again, Richmond's defenders have had to repel that and they both had much the same inside 50s, 50 to Fremantle and 51 to Richmond. Also very even. Second half I thought was significant where Fremantle had 28 inside 50s to Richmond's 20. And I think that's where Fremantle have not won this game 
because they couldn't finish. They everyone, lacked the forwards. Yeah, everyone's had their uh, chat about the draw. We're going to discuss that as well. And also, you've mentioned it, four-year deal reportedly for Rory Lobb to the Western Bulldogs. Now it's starting to leak out that Lobb has reportedly told Frio of his desire to be traded. We'll come back to that in a moment. Uh, let's go to Alex, who joins us on the Scarborough Toyota Open Line, 13 12 55. Hello, Alex. G'day, guys. G'day, Alex. Um, do you think that the AFL has lost its way in terms of the laws of the game? How they've sort of um, allowed them to sort of be be adapted. Oh, but ab- the Ginevan, the Ginevan one was um, a debacle. Mm. You got the, the video where they tried to demonstrate what would be paid and what wouldn't be paid, and the Hawthorne guy gets a smack in the chops, no free kick, no nothing. Yet for a trip you can get reported, or even an attempted trip you can get reported. Yet now you can smack a guy across the head. And it's nothing. Mm. I, I, I made the comment a moment ago, Alex, is that it's not just the AFL. The AFL, as the showpiece for Australian rules, that Ginevan tackle from uh, Mason Redmond, Redmond changed the landscape of every game of footy right across the country. It legalised head-high tackles. But in addition, the... Mm. Um, with the rucks, it's ruck lotto, as commentators call it. Yeah. None of the commentators seem to know what's a free kick and what's not a free kick. Yeah. You've got the hands in the back being allowed. And as a consequence, you've got players like Tom Hawkins who just absolutely um, take advantage of it and push the guy under the ball as the ball arrives. And there's no free kick for a push in the back. Yeah. Good on you, Alex. Uh, thanks for the call. Oh, just, you know, I, it's not only confusing. It's I've actually... Just I, the, I've just seen the Ginevan uh, yeah, tackle again. Yeah, it's yeah. just... It is ludicrous. You can't tell me that's a play on. Unbelievable. It, it, it legalizes scrapping. The, someone's going to finish up with a broken jaw, and that, and that, you know, like if your forearm or your your the, the front of your top of your wrist or your wrist just at the top of your palm before it hits, hits your your ulna and radius, you whack someone around the jaw with that on the the Ginevan type tackle from Mason Redman. You break a jaw, and also the way he fell, like his back was arched at uh, the top no, of his body. But he was didn't back. raise his arm. No, I but didn't... I'm just saying it was dangerous the yeah. way he actually was taken, of course, high, which of course then put a lot of pressure on the lower part of his body because he was actually pushed back. But... And further to Alex's query, there, absolutely, I, I think a lot of us, and, and I, you know, there's I reckon probably about forty or fifty people right across the country that don't dare challenge the rule changes and the interpretations. That's the that's the broadcast. Uh, particular rights mm. holders, particularly the television coverage, because they're all they're all in the AFL's pocket. Exactly. They're endorsing and supporting it all, and they're, and, at, they're a PR machine for the yeah, AFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'd also say, mate, on the back of Alex's call, you, there will be some people becoming so disillusioned with the AFL as a, as a showpiece, as a sport, that, that they're walking away from it. I know the numbers are good, the attendances have been bragged about, but I think the AFL are pretty fortunate in this year when we've had such such questionable rule changes yeah. and interpretations. And this garbage about interpretation, if you interpretate something different, you're changing the rule. That's the rule. Oh, it's just interpretation. It's a slight change in it. No, it's not. It's like if you play and miss in cricket and you get given not out or given out because you decide it's a bad shot, you're, you're changing the rules. It's the same here. You can't say it's a change of interpretation. It is a change of rules. Even things like the ruck nomination. How pathetic is that? <laughs> and, and I couldn't believe yesterday also, Hags, the boundary line throwing, how many balls hit the turf well, there before, was one. The, before the ruckman got there. Not once, not twice, but multiple There was times. one at the Gabba where the field umpire told the boundary umpire, ah, do it again. 
Yeah. Actually stopped the game and said, do that throw in again. It happened multiple times yesterday. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. let's go back to Fremantle before we take a break. What do you do with Rory Lobb now? Now, he's basically... Well, the first thing you do is get him up to play against Melbourne because they need another forward option. And I think also they need, I think, Fremantle need to look at, like it or not, Lloyd Meek to share the ruck with Sean Darcy because the way this finals campaign and premiership race is starting to evolve, we touched on it weeks ago, you need two big forwards. You've got to have... Look at what Geelong are doing... If it's not one getting you in in Cameron or Hawkins, it's the other one. Uh, I just think you just have to work Lobb and Tamina as flaky as they can be, as inconsistent as they can be, as unreliable as they can be, to play more forward. And then maybe one to a bench at times when Darcy goes forward. Darcy's got to get his marking and his catching in packs and his his contested marking back up again. That's Mm. dropped. I think Fremantle have got to look at that. So right now, Rory Lobb needs to concentrate on playing for Fremantle this Friday night. He'd be no guarantee, even though he's been wheeled out today. Fremantle will do a lot of this, wheel him out in front of cameras and say, oh, he's taking his first steps towards playing against Melbourne. He's got a crook shoulder, he's got an AC, and he's also starting to think about next year and yeah, what my exactly. move is beyond that. And I reckon in some ways rugby league do it okay. He's got all this speculation around him. He's trying to focus on what he needs to do for Fremantle. He's wondering how Colin Young's going with his contract. He's now in conversation with his next club, which will be, as Hags has reported, the Western Bulldogs. Get it out there. Just say, oh, I've signed oh, with no. them. I've you signed with the think West- so? Yeah, I've signed with the Western do Bulldogs. Do what rugby league year. do. Yeah, get it out. Yeah. And I reckon it'll take so much load off his shoulders. And he says, I'm committed to Fremantle. I will play to the end of the year, and hopefully we can get to the summit. It happens in rugby league. They're professional sports people like you know Adam Reynolds who's a South Sydney captain mm-hmm. last year who came through the South Juniors and then said because he couldn't get the right deal like Rory Lobb decided to go to the Brisbane Broncos even though Lobb was keen to get to Melbourne the better deal there for the Western Bulldogs no but Bob. it wasn't the better deal the the, the deal was the problem but he's on but, such huge money but it's a longer deal is it another three years yes but he would have got that at Fremantle except for Fremantle need to move personnel to create the salary availability for Luke Jackson and perhaps even Angus Brayshaw. I'm not falling for that one. Angus Brayshaw is in big talks with Essendon. He's more likely to go to Essendon to fill the place uh, of of Dyson Heppel, who will get squeezed out. Essendon want Heppel out. Right. To get his money, he's on big money. He's only been offered 500 for next year, a one-year deal. It's a deal that he needs to refuse. And they're trying to get rid of him for Zach Merritt to be captain and Angus Brayshaw to get into Essendon. That's that's on the on the go. However, Jackson to Perth. That's why Rory Lobb needs to move, and so many other players. And we talked about the likes of Blake yeah. Akers. Blake Akers, North Melbourne looked like taking Blake okay. Akers on really good money. It wasn't the deal last year that prevented Rory Lobb going. It was the fact that he was on too much money. He okay. did. He was offered you know five or six hundred a year for the next three years or so, but he was already on 800. Okay. Well, give us your thoughts. I think Rugby League do it okay, and I reckon it adds so much more headlines to the I AFL during with, the course of the season. I wonder, though, with Fremantle, though, it's not what Fremantle need now. Yeah. I Anyway, we'll come back and discuss that in the moment. Saw Nat Fife, by the way, on Saturday night here at Did the you? Manchester United Aston Villa match. We'll come How back is he to limping? That. He's limping? I'll come back to that in a moment. <laughs> uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, this is Drive with Peter Vlogs and Kim Hagdon on this Monday here on SEN.